Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com You ready for a little Ross Patterson Revolution today, James? <laughs> I am so ready. Oof, I am beefed. I am beefed out today. Oh, to, uh, beef. Huh? I'm, I'm real beefed um, today. Um, feeling like my best self. Sure. Feeling like my best me. I gotcha. If my best me crawled out of a fucking dumpster. And sometimes that is the best you. Boy, it's not, isn't it? Sometimes it's the most fun you, I have to say. It's not. It's not. Uh, we're going to have a fun time today, but... Uh, <laughs> Whew. I, I just I am I am under it. I am under it today. Okay. I I, I we talked about this yesterday. I, I have a I'm like Liam Neeson. I have a very particular set of skills and that's it. Like anything they're unique. else. Yeah, they're unique. Everything else is outside of my wheelhouse. I stay in my lane. I don't try to fucking overextend and do bullshit. That I can't do. I'm not, you know, Johnny Depp who's going to join a, a rock band. Uh, and like try a bunch of different things. Not like, going to do it. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I'm a surfboard shaper. Nope. I'm going to try photography. Absolutely not. We all have those friends. Oh, I, I have friends and family members. Oh, yeah. Like this. <laughs> who think that they can do anything and it's anything is possible if you put your mind to it. It's not. And that's a lie. Sure. Um, <laughs> Kids. Things are possible. Up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things are possible mm-hmm. uh, if you have, you know, a certain skill set, but you can't do everything and you can't be good at everything. And that's OK. Yeah, I don't believe in a jack of all trades. I believe that there's people that try, but to hone one skill 
I think is way more beneficial. And there's, it's, it's the only way to really be good at one thing. Yeah. You can't spread yourself all, all over. Go yep. ahead. Go a- ahead. And uh, anybody who's, who has said to me, I am a jack of all trades. Mm-mm. No such thing. Is an, an asshole. And they're usually not good at any of them. <laughs> no. Like they're, they kind of know what they're doing a little bit. But sure. they're just terrible at, at all of them. Sure. Pretty much around the board. Where you could find uh, a skilled person at each one of those positions in life who would do an excellent job because they're only focused on that one thing. And every single time I meet a guy who says, oh, I'm a jack of all trades, a renaissance man. I'm like, oh, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. That's all I think. You're a fucking loser. Yeah. Um, that, that has not that one skill that you're yeah. great at. Otherwise, you'd say, hey, man, I'm, I'm great at that. Right. Even like Kevin Costner directing himself in, in Dances with Wolves. Was he doing the best job acting wise? <laughs> Was it a great movie director? Do you know what I mean? Like well, something suffered in that movie. He won Best Director Oscar. He yes. won, I think it won Best Picture as well. He, he did not win Best Actor. Did not. No. Do you know what I mean? No. Where it's like, gosh, I felt like his mind was behind the camera. He has an accent problem. He has an accent problem. So that's one of those things where... uh, Sure. Look, a lot of people have an accent problem. (laughs) Not me. To flip it, though, like about talking about a particular skill set and staying in your lane. McConaughey... No, 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 no. McConaughey is the perfect example of that. Of like, McConaughey always has a Southern accent. He doesn't veer from that. He knows better. I think he knows better. And white yes. boy Rick, it looks like he's got some kind of other weird accent. I don't know what it is yet because I haven't seen the movie. Right. I've seen we'll the trailer see. and the trailer's lights out, but like I don't know what that accent is. Right. I, I like usually you hear things and you're like, oh, cool. That's a distinct accent from this part of the world. Sure. Um, with Kevin Costner. During not only Dances with Wolves, but uh, Robin Hood. Robin famously. Hood. Famously. Ooh. It's Gosh, almost like he just... gives up after like day four or five and he's just like, all right, cool. I'm and gonna, we kind of just gonna... let him get away with it because I love that movie and I get, I go with still, it. You still love Robin Hood. I really do. Can't watch it. I really do. I can watch it for uh, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, I where, like I get, that's where I got that, by the way. That Master Antonio. Oh, I was a okay. big Master Antonio fan um, as a was child. She... So you liked Abyss, huh? She was sexy as a kid, <laughs> and I here's why, right? I think the oh, first boy. two like nude scenes that I saw in movies in my life, okay, her okay. in the abyss. Oh, uh, an imprint. No, color of money. Was she naked in imprint too? No, no, it's an imprint. So it's like the oh, youngest oh, 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 version, oh. like whatever you see is like your first imprint guess, of yeah. like a naked, maybe your first of yeah. stuff. So uh, color of money, and then and then the abyss, okay. and like that. She was my jam. Master Antonio was my, my jam. Um, I haven't seen her in anything in years, but uh, I feel like I saw her not in something, but like kind of like where are they now sort of thing, and she's not. Bad. I don't think she's bad. We need more Master Antonio. <laughs> we need Color more Master of Money. Antonio. I will say she was sexy in Color of Money. Color like of I, Mo- loved I, that, I love like, that film. Ride or die girl. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm here for you. Yeah. No matter what, even though you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all I want to do is just like have sex with you and like do these dumb things that we shouldn't be doing. Sure. Like, 
There's that, something kind of sexy about that. That's, for sure. uh, that was a great, that was a great film. Uh, I really, I really dug it. Um, but back to, you know, staying in your lane about sure. all of this shit. Um, sure. I have been forced out of my lane to try to do this tech shit and right. holy fuck. Um, I'm not an artist. Um, sure. I can't like, you know, as far as drawing or, right. uh, fucking making shapes or, or anything to yeah. that nature. Um, Ter- I always say you're really good with your mind, but your yep. hands, it's like they're terrible. Can't build anything. Cannot. No, uh, I just, I, I need, again, man, I just need enough money to hire people to just get the fuck out of my way and just let, just let me be a genius. Uh, let me write this shit. Let me make these fucking movies and then whatever I have to pay anybody else just to get the fuck out of my way. So I don't, so I don't fuck it up. It's not even like a, like a power thing of like, Oh, I want you to work for me. No, it's to keep, I, I cause I can't do it. Yeah. 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 I, I can't I'm admitting that I can't do it. I can't uh, reformat fucking books or no. fucking, you know, all, any of that other shit. Right. Right. I cannot do anything technical. I can't build anything from Ikea. Sure. Um, I can't. Uh, I can't hang a, a picture properly. Sure. That, or that's going to be even. You right. Know what I'm right. Right. Or it may fall off in a couple weeks. Do you know what I mean? Like or, you'll get it yeah, up there. Yeah. It'll be up but it, there. It won't be sturdy. No. It definitely won't be even. It won't be in a stud. Yeah. It, it'll. It won't be even. It'll be, it'll be looking like a uh, you're in a haunted house where it's just like, oh, is that going to move back or talk to me? And I think more people should admit that. I do too. Do you know what I mean? I really do too. And that's that. That's the crux of this whole conversation uh, for me is. If everybody was honest with themselves about what they are truly great at mm-hmm. in this world, not only would it save time, but it would save money. And I think the rest of the world would operate on a more functional level where it's just like, oh, right. all right, great. Um, and I think that's why like China has it down correctly. I mean, you're forced into a trade at like age three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either you're making it. shoes in a closet or you're you know, working with soldering irons. Uh, or you're a scientist, you're a kickbox, whatever it is. Like they, they get start vocational very early, very early. Huh. Uh, it, it like Smart. age two, three. And I think that's why they operate at such a high level. And they're just a, uh, an economic machine over there. Right. Um, and they buy up all our, our debt because it's smart and, yeah. uh, you know, we're just paying them interest. Yeah. So the end of time. Yeah. It is moral of the story. Kids, you know, don't follow your dreams. That's fucking stupid. Find something. Yeah. <laughs> find something that you are good at, that you have some kind of natural <laughs> inclination for. Yep. And how many hours is it before you're a master? What is that? 10,000. And just work I, on it. I'm going to be real with that, that, that shit too. Like was, since we're going down that road, uh, Malcolm Gladwell's infamous 10,000 hour thing. Uh, oh, and then you're a master at shit. You're not. That's a fucking lie too. Really? I, I've put more than things ten- are ever changing. So just when you get to the 10,000, there's going to be something in whatever the trade that you happen to there's so innovation. At, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So I'll, I'll put it to this way. Um, as a youth, I, uh, I, I thought as, as well as probably every kid thinks that you're going to be a professional athlete. Sure. Um, I, I was great at baseball and great at um, basketball. I can, I can tell you, I put way more than 10,000 hours in through my childhood playing basketball um, and baseball. 
Like I, I would go to the batting cage for hours and hours and hours. My mom would take me and I would just feed coins in, go pick up the balls, do it over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I, I was, and, and I see the similar, the similarities in, in my son now where like he won't give up on things. Right. Right. Um, great. Granted it's a different skill set, but like, uh, I've put in more than 10,000 hours on each. And then you get to a, a level where you're like, Oh fuck. I, I don't have the talent. Uh, sometimes hard work isn't, isn't enough. It's just okay. not. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But- so the 10,000 hour thing to become a master at something that isn't true unless you have some other physical attribute or mental at- attribute that, that no one else has. And that what, that's not in there. Like mm-hmm. you still need that X factor, which is why everybody talks about it all the goddamn time of yeah. like that person has it or that X factor that no one else can do. You still need that on top of the 10,000 yes. hours and something else. So it's like, That's don't, don't it, think that just because I, I get a lot of this. I get a lot of emails from people who are either, you know, trying to write books or screenwriter, like screenwriter and uh, shit like that. And it's just like, man, I've been doing this for X amount of years or whatever. And probably they've put probably more than 10,000 hours in as well. Why, why can't they be that, that great figure that Malcolm Gladwell says you will be it's just not it's not true there's still got to be some form of x-factor talent within you that propels you past you know if if it's writing it's got to be imagination um because i know a lot of writers then there's talent luck uh circumstance yes there's so yes i hate it's like i think it's survivor syndrome or something but i hate when it's someone that has like made it huge right Mm -hmm. and they're just like all you gotta do is put your mind yeah, to yeah, it yeah. because you've made it like you don't understand that there are other things involved. And what you really should be saying is do everything you can, but it's not guaranteed. It isn't. And if it doesn't happen, kids don't like kill yourself. Yeah. Like, there, it, there are things no. that you cannot control. I worked, you know, like a, so- you know, a soccer player that whatever, something that like, made it really far despite circumstances or whatever. All you have to do is just put your mind to it. What they should be saying, right, is like, you can put your mind to it. You can do all these things. It may not work out. For me, it happened to. I don't know what that thing was. Right. If you have it, work really hard as well. Totally. You know, so it's like these things, or, you know, someone that... Like an actor, you know, it's like, no, don't ever give me advice on how you got to where you are yeah, because there is I, no way that it can apply to me. It, exactly. And, and uh, that's probably the second most asked question I get all the time. It's like, Hey, I want to be an actor. Um, what do I need to do? And it's like beyond studying, which, which should be a given, uh, you have to go to Los Angeles. If you want to do Broadway, you get, you got to go to New York or whatever. It's just that, that simple. It's that simple. But, but here's one the, of the steps. <laughs> that's the only advice I can possibly give you because the rest of it is fucking luck and circumstance and, and why. And, uh, you know, uh, people ask me, they're like, oh, shit, you've done all these movies. You've done like fucking 30 movies. How, how did it happen and why? Like, it's got to be one specific reason. When you look back on it, no, it's not. Uh, you take the new guy, for example. I had a, an agent or, or an assistant. My, my agent's assistant had pushed me into that. The, the role that I got was originally black. It was supposed to be a black guy. And <sighs> Whoops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, well, he, so here's the thing. So they said, hey, see him for this. 
because this I, there was a black guy that was already cast for uh, like another role, and uh, and so when I walked in uh, for the audition for the new guy, I think it was like me and like literally like two or three hundred black guys, and I was just like, what oh, the fuck? Well, you stood and out. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing: is is uh, they had said to me, uh, you know, during this, like. Uh, you're not what it's what's written for, whatever. And I said, no, but my agent, you know, wanted me to come in and, and get some experience. And, uh, you know, um, there, there's another smaller role that's a, that's a white guy or whatever. Yeah, right. So maybe you, you guys can flip flop it or whatever. And uh, that's at the end of that process. That's exactly what happened. So I became the lead. The black guy became the smaller actor, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the literal role that I was up for, and uh, I there's no explanation for that. Like that was an that was somebody jamming me into a meeting with 300 people that I wasn't supposed to be at. Um, right. Uh, it was you know they had already cast the other role. Yeah. Um. So I can't I, I couldn't tell you a story or write you a book about that and tell you hey this is how it's going to happen like. No, it's different for all of this shit. Um, I can I can tell you there was another role that I talked myself into, into the room, where I just said, hey, I love this movie. I might not be right for this particular role, but I'll do anything just to be in this movie, just mm-hmm. because I believe in this movie and I think it's going to be great. And I, I remember the director looking at me, he's like, shit, you like it that much? And I was like, yes, I do. So I was like, I don't care how big or small it is. Um, and he was like, all right, great, because I don't think you're right for this role. That I was right. reading for. Right. And he goes, but I have this other one that's like, I don't know, eight lines or whatever it is. And I was like, awesome. I'll do it. I, I just, I want to work on this movie. Right. Um, but if I hadn't have said that at that time to that guy, and that doesn't work with other people. So it's like. Yeah. Like that wouldn't be a piece of advice that you no. could give to someone. Like, don't do that. No. Do you know d- what I definitely mean? Definitely don't like, do that. Yeah. So. Or your friend uh, <laughs> Riley that was on, right? That's yeah. like tried that joke. I mean, it didn't work, but. Where he like went to the bathroom yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and did like a bathroom joke. It's yeah. like, and maybe that would have worked. So for him, it didn't. But listen, yeah. maybe try, maybe try it. So like in 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 a field like that, you can't you can't give advice on something like that. So Malcolm Gladwell, there could be people out there, actors who are studying for ten thousand hours. It's still not going to guarantee them movies or TV they shows. They may or be masters though. But they may not get the job that they want. So that 10,000 hours, is it that you know everything there is to know about the skill or craft? Possibly. Is it going to be worth nothing? Also possible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, does that mean that you're going to get the job in that field? No. No. And I don't, to me, again, like, I don't think, I don't think I've mastered anything, to be honest with you. I still think I'm learning every single day. With, with all of this shit, even the things that I, I consider myself great at, right. I, I, I feel like I'm still learning every day. So I don't, even the, 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 like the 10,000 hours thing, right. I, don't I don't know. Right. Uh, but I, anyways, that's me fucking ranting about my goddamn day. We're going to have a great show today because this one is about the Jables. It's about me. It is about you today. Um, so I'm going to tell you what it is. Don't before, turn off before the Before we do guy. the sponsors. Okay. Um, and uh, I think it's really, really fucking hilarious. Um, okay. I, we got a, a, a listener who wrote in um, about when I did the revolutionary figure of Chad Kroger about Nickelback, the lead singer of Nickelback. Okay. And how shitty he is and how that kind of unified the country. Sure. Everybody believed that uh, 
We all had one hatred. You know, we all have the same enemy. Yeah, we all have the same belief in one in one thing. A guy writes in and he says, "No, man, I'm the one person who loves Nickelback," and oh, he was he was genuine about it. Okay. Um. So I was like, oh. All right, cool. Like 90s, 90s guru, you know, uh, you consider yourself a 90s guru. Uh, yeah. Canoe, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lover. Yeah. Yep. yep. So uh, th- this this person also sent in um, a 90s music trivia game. Oh, my gosh, please. So we're going to find out today, James, how how oh, good no. you really are oh, at no. this. Yeah. OK, OK, OK. Um, don't peek either. I'm not, I don't oh, not, have anything you're terrible at Google anyways. Yeah. I don't so. even know how to get, to get to whatever you're talking about. What are you saying? Don't peek, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then this way, everybody who's listening, uh, in your car or at home, you, you could yell you, at the, yeah, at the you can yell speakers. at the station when, yeah. when Jesse doesn't get it right. Oh, God. Um, I, cause I will say this. I, I briefly went through some of these questions. I didn't know some of these. I would have loved to be able to prepare. You but can't. Uh, I know you can't. Because I'm can't. asking you. Like, I, I, I don't consider myself a 90s canoeser. Um, okay. You consider yourself a master. Uh, I never said that. 10,000. You've probably listened to 10,000 hours worth of 90s music. Of Joan Osborne, yeah. Yeah. So here we What here, if God? You should be a master of your craft, Jesse. Oh, and we're going to see if this truly is your lane that you need to stay in today with your 90s music trivia i'm gonna uh, be shamed today I feel. <laughs> oh god but first we got some sponsors who pay for this whole shit to be on the air um magically i don't i don't know how uh first off we're talking about when darkness falls he doesn't catch it i know what you're saying ross that's not a sponsor that's your own fucking book goddamn right it is uh but it's sponsoring my life <laughs> so that I can come to you and in- feed my children, <laughs> live my life, and drive a car and fucking <laughs> and fuck. Yeah, exactly. Uh, go out and buy it. It's the sequel to At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. Funniest book ever written. Uh, right now, it's in hardback. I am sixteen hundred copies away from the bestseller list. Holy shit. 23 days left somewhere in there and the book will be out in the world. If I don't make this, all of you are not my friends anymore. Oh. And I just, there's no. Oh, you've gone there, huh? Yep. You've gone there. The infinite you guys, sadness. guys, going crazy. <laughs> that will set in where it's just like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just go out. All of these pre-orders count for opening week. Uh, I need it. I need it. Opening week is the only way it's going to happen. The only way it's going to happen in hardback because that's the fucking rules there. And uh, go pre-order When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it. It's a beautiful book, guys. And even if you don't read it, I mean, put it on the shelf. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it actually, it it is. It's quite like I'm staring at the the hard, the first... uh, they give you one one copy of it, and at uh, least as a conversation piece yeah, for you. Really, really fucking funny. Actually, um, you're right. Uh, next up, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. Man, mm. has there ever been a, a morning other than today that I've needed Black Rifle more than this in my life? I can't remember one. I almost feel like, look, my yes, my best friends own the company. Um, sure, but it stays like these where I had to get out of my lane. Which you talked about at the top. Mm-hmm. Sleepless nights. I don't know what I'm doing. I've had 58 cups of Black Rifle coffee. I love them. I feel like writing them a letter just saying I love you guys. Because um, the coffee's good. I remember 
the last difficult time I had like this when I was trying to figure out configurations and all this shit mm-hmm. was in college. Um, and I had to get out of my lane a bunch of times cause you're doing subjects all over the fucking planet. That was the first time I started drinking coffee and I was getting it from seven 11 cause I didn't know any better. And like, it wasn't like Starbucks and all that shit. Like, no, no. I mean, it was everywhere. gas station or seven 11. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And that's, yeah. that's, that's where you're you getting your coffee. Right. Yeah. And I thought at the time, like, I was like, oh man. This is real good. You don't realize how shitty gas station coffee is until you get something like Black Rifle Coffee. Where you're it's just like, true. Oh God. Like I can't even imagine right now, like going to get like a gas station coffee I, I watered. Had, like I had to, uh, I had to get it on a, on a long drive, and the only place that was open was this gas station. Like, um, oh God, it's awful, and it runs through you. Sure. There's a line about it in in uh, when darkness falls. <laughs> like that that type of coffee runs through you. Uh, <laughs> it's just oh no, right. I gotta pull over. Right. Um. So it, it's uh, I'm grateful for these guys. I'm I'm grateful for how great their coffee is. Go to blackriflecoffee.com. Type in the one time promo code of Revolution for twenty percent off. Use it on the Coffee Club of the Month. Uh, that's the jam. K cups bags uh, and their apparel is second to none. Next up, we get StrikeForceEnergy.com. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Shabloinkers. Yeah, shabloinkers. Uh, Strikeforce Energy. I'll be hitting in the afternoon today. Been hitting that in the afternoons. Sure, a little afternoon delight. Fifty coffees in the morning, and then thirty of these in the afternoons. Uh, as, safe, I, as I try yeah. to crack the code of of this fucking mystery here, and uh, I've been going with the ridge uh, and grape. Um, the lemon and the orange are, are awesome, but but my I, I still eh, my my go tos are original and grape. I'm gonna say it out loud. Everybody's got their favorites. favorites. You can have favorites. The orange I like in vodka, um, and and the grape, but. Uh, yeah, those are my faves. Those are my jams. Okay. Uh, they get a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop where you can just, boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and motherfucking go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and that's good every time. Uh, next up, we've got GrillYourAssOff.com. Ass-eating season. Over. Grilling season. Middle of. <laughs> middle of. We're in the middle of it right already now. Begun, We're in the heart of it. Already begun. We're in the heart of it. Uh, they got seasonings for chicken, steak, pork, and uh, what else? Fish? Fish. Yeah. Really anything. Yeah. They've got different flavors for each like type of meat. For all of it. Amazing. Eggs. Uh, all of it. It's one of those things where, look, you're going to buy seasoning no matter what throughout the summer. Might as well buy it for from a company that's 100% veteran owned. And uh, it's delicious. Um, so get, go to grillyourassoff.com. Also, peruse their fucking beef jerky. I eat that shit all day long. And uh, I'm probably probably going to die. Sure. Uh, at a young age. But, but um, uh, it's, is it it's worth it? delightful. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. sweet and spicy is, is my favorite. Sure. I got a four pack. It's all made in America. 21 grams of protein. USA meat. They're not getting that shit from overseas. All. No. 100% America. <laughs> Go to grillyourassoff.com. They also have a subscription of the month club for their jerky, and I'm, I'm on it. Uh, like, I've, I've given in, and uh, I have to have it now. And that's it. Uh, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 15% off. Now, the last but not least, we're at everybody's fan fave. 
Straightrazors.com. Oh. People wait for this. Oh, do they? Yeah. Is it clean cut? Smooth. No, you like it? Oh, boy. Gosh, that was a harsh one. That yeah, was, it was, that like was very. Your, but it was, it was probably your best one. You think it was very guttural. guttural I felt, yeah. yeah, I really felt it deep down inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, is it you like it or you like it? Uh, both. Both. both, yeah, both. I think it's you like it. It is because of it. my love of the Asian love, community, and I say that uh, with a little bit of sarcasm, as per usual. But my, I don't know, my feelings, yeah, about the Asian oh, yeah. community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only heard I one other. <laughs> I only heard them. one other podcast be like, why were the fucking boys in the cave? But anyway, because <laughs> so, everyone's so afraid to ask because it's such a, yeah. a heartwarming tale. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the, the, the kids in the cave, there was, there, there, there was already producers fighting over that, the life rights of, of that. And uh, they were actually out there waiting for those fuckers to get out of the cave mm-hmm. so they could get their signatures for their life mm-hmm. rights. Craziness. Yeah. What Crazy. a heartwarming tale. Yeah. You know, guys, we always do breaking news for bad stuff. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, straightrazors.com, you don't have to worry about any of that. <laughs> Just worry about shaving products. Yeah, I'm That's sorry. Something. I'm sorry. Don't get me started, man. Or anything to, to be a fucking dude. <laughs> uh, they've got cologne. They've got shampoo. Conditioner. Uh, they're straight razors. They got safety razors. If you're nervous about trying those, uh, they're second to none. And their aftershave smolders is is the greatest thing on the face of the earth. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. It's a big savings there, and uh, their their products are top of the line, Jabe's. Oh, top of the line. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, before we get into the '90s questions, I want to talk about the SPs real quick. Last night, let's. Uh, I was because I, I was working. Super late last night, and uh, you you had waited for me to watch the ESPYS, mm-hmm. and uh, we caught up with it, and you know after an hour on DVR, sure. which I like, especially with Dish, you can just hop through the commercials Ugh. and not watch shit. It's great. It's the only way to fly. Whew, nice. It's like the first class thing, and I, yeah. Dish isn't even a goddamn sponsor. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anywho's, with that being said, I, I, during this, like Twitter was blowing up, and Danica Patrick was trending number one. Uh, she hosted the show last night. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, God, she's bombing. She's fucking, no one's laughing. No one's, she was great. Um, she was fine. She, Do you know what I mean? She was great for, for an athlete hosting a show. Yeah. And I think she was the first ever female athlete to do it. Like, she was fucking great. Her timing was good. The, the problem with the ESPYs, if you, were, if you watched that playback and you didn't hear laughter, like, uh, you're in a big room like that. Yeah. Hosting these award shows is fucking brutal. Everybody's Ugh. talking. Uh, they've got their own shit going on. Everybody was on their fucking phones. Did you see that? Yes. Like every, everyone was on like their phones. They're like looking down. You're like, you, for a couple people were like, are they sleeping? That's what I thought. And, like, uh, and then, uh, you, then no, you were like, no, they're, they're, yeah, they're on their they're phones. They're on their phone. Um, and so they weren't really, really laughing. And then the, the cutaways that the, the producer and director chose on that of the <laughs> athletes were like the worst ever. Like they were the wrong people uh-huh. and like they were making the worst faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I will say is this is like athletes these days are just checked out like God. boring shit. And boring. Uh, 
there isn't any fun like remember back in the day with like Farve and those guys where you were partying, I laughing, say it all the time, having a good time. Namath, yeah, yeah. Uh, get you some Namaths in there and have and, a good time. In today's world, and like you, you take like a Odell Beckham Jr., who is on my fantasy football team every year. I draft him. He's a great player. He's a fucking boring human, man. Boring, looks like an asshole. Just like no emotion, no anything concerned about his, his clothes, which is fine, but like, just be a fucking cool guy. And, uh, and everybody was wearing sunglasses inside. Mm-hmm. We were just like, well, it's a pretty athlete thing, I guess it's, it's a, it's a, a jackass thing. Like, sure. Uh, you know, unless they're prescription. Yeah, you're right. You're indoors. You, you ever been indoors at one of those things? Like uh, I've gone to a lot of award shows cause you're, it's bright and they have to tape like early in LA. So it's like five, five o'clock. Okay. It's hot. It's bright. So you've got sure. your sunglasses on. You walk in. As soon as you walk into a building with sunglasses on, especially in LA, you realize you can't see anything. And you're like, oh shit, I, I should take my sunglasses off. And you're an asshole. Like everybody knows that. Yeah. Like if you're wearing sunglasses inside, you're a very specific person. And everybody <laughs> knows that. So the only cutaways they were doing were Todd Gurley. Yeah. And Odell Beckham. And then Dan Marino. And then Dan Marino out of uh, nowhere. Dan a real Marino, shortcut to him. He always seems pissed off at life. He does. I never liked him as a sports announcer. I, I, I didn't like him as a player. I respected him because he was good. He was great. But uh, I just, I don't know. He just always seemed like an asshole to me. He was only good in uh, Ace, Ventura. Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So to every everybody who saw the ESPYs last night, I, I thought, and uh, you've been asking my opinion this morning, I thought Danica was great. Uh, I thought the I Danica spoof oh of I Tanya movie was was funny. Um, I just think that that crowd in that room was dead, and it's there's really n- there's rough. nothing you can do. It's talk about the worst crowd to try and like. Yeah, and, and even as a comedian in the, in that oh environment, um, you you'd struggle through it. She didn't. She plowed through like when people aren't laughing and that shit, you can get discouraged and lose yourself and, and get out of your own material and in uh, your own objective just to finish and get through the jokes with the correct timing. I thought she did all that. So I, that's not her fault. Um, she did a great job. I, so I'm not going to shit on her. Before it started, I was just, what did I say? I was just like, I don't know. There's so, I don't Same. get it. Same. I don't get the Danica Patrick appeal, right? I'm just like, I know she's like good looking. Uh, I know classically she's hot and it's hot that she like drives, that she's a race car driver, right? Like there's a couple hot things about her. And then when she talks or does interviews or walks, even you're like, that is a stiff, weird kind of person. And then after seeing the ESPYs, I was like, oh, I guess I think she's kind of undercover funny. Yeah. Like, I think probably in her private life, like... The two of them. Her, she's she's, she's do, dating Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And he's... I, that's what everybody say, says about him, is that he's undercover funny, like, super sarcastic and dark behind the scenes. And I was just like, uh, maybe the two of them are just perfect little but weirdos But in interviews together. and stuff, like, they aren't. They no. don't They don't bust it out Both in real life terrible. ever. Yeah, at interviews. <laughs> a terrible at interviews. I remember someone was just like, Aaron Rodgers, he's so funny. And then I was, like, watching an interview, and I was like... No, no, no. I really don't think he is. And I think he's super weird, but I, there's something kind of interesting about the two of them now yeah. to me. I, I like they, I bet you they sit at home and just shred people on TV. Yeah. And just kind of like laugh and be Same weird. As us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I like it. I think that's what life is all about. To be honest with you, if, if you're looking for the key to a successful marriage, 
It's someone you can lie in bed with or sit on the couch with and shred the shit out of humans you watch on TV to a relentless. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's the o- it's the only level. key that I know. Yeah, it's the only way that I know to be. So I hope it's yeah, I hope it's right. <laughs> Yeah, if and just sat, judge and yeah. rip and like. If anyone sat with us on a, on a, on the couch oh, at, at like nine watching anything, it would be just a. Mis- <laughs> I think we'd get looks of like Jesus Christ. Oh, you guys are so good. Oh, why don't you try it, you yeah, fucking idiot? Yeah, yeah. But a lot of that. A lot, lot of that, that. A lot of that. Uh, but let's get into the '90s trivia oh questions, shall we, Jabes? Since this, the whole theme of this show is staying in your lane. This has been your lane, self-proclaimed. Oh no! Oh, no. And uh, we're gonna find out. All right. Um, whew, oh, these are these boy. are tough, man. Bad with names. My memory's not great. Uh, okay. Just no feelings. Who was the only female solo artist to have a number one hit single without releasing an album? In the 90s. What, dude? Yeah. In the 90s. In the 90s. Without releasing I'll an g- album. I'll, I'll give you the... Uh, uh, Is it multiple choice? I just need to pull this... Out of nowhere, huh? Out of nowhere. 1995. 1995. What? Lisa Loeb. Stay. Damn it. Yeah. I forget about the Loebster. Oh, the Loeb. Um, well, ooh. Well, number two, James. Off with a bang. What famous star, movie star, sure. appeared in Paula Abdul's Rush Rush video? Famous star. Movie star. Antonio Sabato? Not even close. Okay. Emilio Estevez. No. Um, He's actually your favorite. He's my favorite? My favorite star? Canal. Canal Reeve. Yeah. Yeah. Were they in the desert there? Uh, I don't remember the Rush Rush video. I I don't know anything about like 90s music to me is... uh, I'm not doing good. I'm not doing good. <laughs> Keep it going. Keep it going. Oh my God. I don't, I hope that these aren't ones that people are like, James, come on. Everybody James. knows that one. Go. Okay. Come on. Which female artist released a song called Hero in 1993? Mariah Carey. Okay. There we go. Okay. Back uh, on track. Okay. Back on track. Um,. <laughs> What is the title of MC Hammer's most successful single in the 90s? Too Legit? Come on, James. Wait, wait. You can't touch this. Oh, can't touch this. Come on. Can't touch this. Too Legit to Quit was not even... Like, it was a great follow-up song. Can't touch this. A really great follow-up song. Got it. Got it. Got Um, it. Whew, James, this is is rough. This is really rough. Are you ready? Yeah. Which Swedish pop group's founding members are Jonas, Jenny, Lynn, and Ulf? Ace of Base? Yeah. There we go. She's back. Don't turn around. Okay. 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 Ah. This is a... Uh, this is an interesting one and a tough one because you have to know the movie as well. And I think you know the movie. Okay. Uh, which song from the band Roxette was featured in the movie Pretty Woman? What the fuck? 
Roxette. That's the band. Yeah. I, I, I like uh, this one. I know this one, you know, cause you're looking at it. Do you know what I mean? Don't give me that. Shit. No, I, don't give me that shit. You know it. You have the answers in front of you. I, I think pretty woman <laughs> is one of those movies that's just on, has been on for 15 years, like in the background of wherever you go. Where you're what just is like, it? Oh. I don't know this one. Uh, it must have been love. It must have been love. Let but it yeah. yeah. It must have been. In 1994, I know this one too. Uh, <laughs> You're which, looking at it. No, 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 no. Like I know this one because you have to. I have to press something to get to the answer. All right, okay. In 1994, which song earned Bruce Springsteen uh, the Academy Award for Best Original Song? Garden of. No. Streets of Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. We just talked about Tom Hanks on the last show. Oh, you're right. In Philadelphia. It was in that movie, no? Ooh, this one's going to get you, though, Javes. This one is going to get you. No. No. Nope. This one's going to get you. Okay. Which Michael Jackson song (laughs) hit number one in 1995 on the Billboard 100? The Free Willy one? <laughs> no. Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> I had to think. Black I and white? Th- I had to think. No, no. You are not alone. I am here with you. Yeah. Na, na, na. What is that from? Nothing. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it was a big song. It What's big it called? Song. You Were Not Alone. You Were Not Alone. No. That's not the Free Willy? No. Which one? Free Willy is a... Yeah. Hold me like the river Jordan. Oh, this is a fun show Will you be there? Will you be there? That was that one. Okay, well, you know. More than me. Which two members of NSYNC were Mouseketeers on the new Mickey Mouse Club? Lance? No. Oh, that's not right. (laughs) In sync. Oh, Justin. There we go. Justin and Justin and and another one. Yep. Justin and the other one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good with names, and my memory isn't so good. (laughs) Again, I know I like the feeling of the '90s. Here's what I mean about. You you can be a mass you can have ten thousand hours of experience in something. I never claim it is not going to lead to you being a master. Um, <sighs> JC Shaw's is yeah whatever. Um, oh boy. Moving on. Which rap group uh, had the hit song "Totally Crossed Out"? Crisscross. There you go. That was easy. Didn't fucking need. Hey, James, we we need. All right, we need a couple wins. Um, ooh. Ah, that one, this one's too tough. I don't know. Try it. I'm not going to ask you. This is too tough. Why can't you? It's for the audience, too. It is. It's for them to like. What female movie star worked in Bon Jovi's Always video? Um, Winona Ryder? No. Oh. Gary Russell, Felicity. Felicity did that. Uh, That's a tough one. I didn't know that one. I didn't know that one. But maybe somebody at home does like maybe yeah, somebody's in their car going this dude is, yeah this is partly moved from you know shaming me to seeing what other people's knowledge is as well this is yeah and this okay this next one is interesting because i know this song but i don't know the answer to this question 
who sang the song A Whole New World? Ah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I did know it. I used to know it. I, so I, I, I just opened up the answer. I just opened up the answer, and I, I did not know this. Like I, I, I would not have been able to even probably like ten guesses wouldn't have got me to this answer. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Pebo Bryson, okay, and Regina Bell, like. Yeah, for, a massive, for a song that massive, for a song that massive, because I, I look, I can sing you all the fucking lyrics to it. Yeah, don't. For, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> um, but for a song that big, one would think, oh, hey, you would know the who sang that. I guess. Like the Frozen song. I know that that's Adina Menzel. Menzel, or whatever. yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know any other song she's ever sang in her life. I don't know if she'll have another big song. The only reason you know her name is how. Travolta messing it up. I yeah. think I think she owes a big debt of gratitude. That's what I think too. Yep. Dead serious. Because uh, that became a thing and like, oh, yeah, that's the person. Why would I ever like she owes, I, I You're right. I think she owes a lot to her. Um, let's see. Which member of what rap band burned her football player boyfriend's house down? Left Eye Lopez. There you go. From... Uh, the band that cautioned us about chasing waterfalls. What's the name of that band, James? TLC. There we go. There we go. Um. <laughs> what? This is pretty funny. Um, what singer with a number one? Uh, what singer with a hit number one single with a midget in his band? Oh yeah, Limp Bizkit. No, Kid Rock? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he wasn't a midget. He, like, had Benjamin Button. No, no. It says uh, Joey C was a midget. Um, and okay, he, I mean, he died technically. In, he died in 2000. Fun fact, since uh, I, I was talking about the new guy in the, in the get-go, there was a midget in the new guy. It was supposed to be him. It was supposed to be Joey C. And he was sick or something? Yeah, no? he didn't pass the, uh, the, phys- the physical for the studio, mm. so they couldn't insure him. Um, and it turns out he was on, like, fucking like 60 medications for shit and uh uh he he died during shooting so when we were were shooting that movie he passed away and fucking studio was totally justified weird um that's a great that's a weird weird story isn't it thanks thanks for (laughs) bringing up bringing us up on this you're welcome who sang the hit song from the titanic movie my heart will go on celine yep celine dion dion Dion. Okay, I can do the easy ones. Cool. That makes me feel <laughs> fucking good. Jeez, this this is designed to make me feel bad about myself. Go ahead. Yo yeah. Oh yo yeah. Carry yo, yeah. on. Um, which 1997 rock band uh had the the group members Chris Martin, Johnny Buckland, Guy Berryman, and Will Champion? Coldplay. Yeah. Yeah. Man, was that in 97? Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah, been... Yellow was like... Fuck. That makes me earlier feel than super that, right? old. Yeah. That's 21 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That Chris Martin, what a nightmare, huh? Shit, greatest guy on the planet. He greatest still looks like the, this, the same. same. He looks the same. He looks the same. I would not have said 21 years Mm-mm. that they've been a band. No. I would have said... I, 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 like, I would have ballparked it at maybe 15. 
for something like that. Um, ooh, that can't be a a what? All right, just I, I, I just I, I got I got it incorrect. Which Spice Girl was nicknamed Sporty Spice? Was nicknamed Sporty Sporty. She was like the un the unknown one. <laughs> so it's, right, but, like, but like I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know her name because it was. Oh, sporty was it? Oh no, baby, sporty, posh, scary. Yeah, and you know all the like real name gin, ginger, <laughs> yeah, the ginger one. <laughs> Are you asking whether her name is Ginger? No, no, no. Just I'm just saying, saying, is it the ginger one, the uh, ginger head? I don't know. Her name is Mel C. I don't know the Spice Girls that well. I don't know. I, I, like, so there's Mel B, Mel C. I, I, yeah. Mel B, Mel C, yeah. Melanie Chisholm is her name. Ginger something. Yeah. The one that's baby one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I'm like, obviously I know everything about the Spice Girls, so. <laughs> um, who had a U.S. number one hit in 1992 with the song This Used to Be My Playground? This one I know. Uh, Madonna. Yeah. There yeah. You go. You're yeah. Back on track. Okay, back. 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 <laughs> and you back. 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 No, this is not. Ooh. This is not fun. So which carry rock on. band was behind the number one hits uh, in 1991 with a song called "The Fly"? The Fly. No. No idea. Moving on. You too. Okay. You too. I don't consider them a 90s band. Which male artist released a best-selling album in 1991 called Diamonds and Pearls? Diamonds and Pearls. I like how you have to sing it to Yeah, yourself. yeah, yeah. So I can know. Yeah. So what is it? An artist? Yep. Or a band? An, yeah, artist. an artist. Prince? Yes. There okay. you go. There you go. If you would have missed that, we probably just should have shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I did yes have to sing it though to see because <laughs> i need to picture it in my mind <laughs> to the music <laughs> uh all right this one this one i know okay good for you um <laughs> i like i like good for, i look like good for you yeah <laughs> Of course, you know it. Cool. What is it? What's the what's the question? Which rock band was formed by the Gallagher brothers from Manchester? Oasis. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows that. <laughs> oh my god. This is great simply because you've you've talked about this like why can't more people make Now that's what I call music. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Why can't every Every <laughs> album be a hit after hit. What year was uh now that's what I call music 19 released? Oh my god. Look, so you only have nine options in the 90s. Yeah, so. yeah. I would say that would because <laughs> three was like <laughs> you only have nine options. 99? In the 90s. No. Not even close. 95. 91, Javes. 91? When Which was Now That's Music 3? <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite one. <laughs> You're talking to the wrong guy on this one. <laughs> I've never enjoyed Now That's What I Call Music 
any of their releases. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, you're missing out. Um, oh, boy. This is a weird one, but uh, I like it. You know what's cool about this too is because people know I can't use Google, like they know that I'm not. That you're like, not cheating. Yeah, that you're not asking me, and then nope. I'm like looking it up because. Nope. And this this one we're only doing audio today because uh, we 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 got a lot of stuff. So I going have to on, just but, promise to you, yeah. and you have to believe me, and I think that you will. What song was sang by DJ's band in Full House? <laughs> this one I knew. What are you talking about? You knew I was a big Full House fan, and even like the 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 reboot or whatever on Netflix. Like I sat down and watched that with 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 our child, and like sure. it, it still holds up as a as a children's show. Okay, then you tell me what it is. I have the no... sign, another Ace of Base song. Oh, they sang that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. DJ Tanner. I saw the sign. Um. Ooh. ooh. Tom Petty fan. This okay. For you. Okay. What movie star danced Mary Jane's last dance with Tom Petty? Kim Basinger. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't? I did not. That was a great video. You got it. So creepy. I the song was amazing. I yes. love I, I like to that video. This day. Yeah. I haven't I can't I can't remember it in my mind. Um Mary but I, Jane? I yeah, can't remember it. But I, I love last that song. Dance with Mary Jane. I know. Look, I know the song. You don't have to sing it to me. Oh, you're okay. Not, I just you're, you're definitely to. not gonna perform the music video in front of me. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I, I yeah that part where he's like dancing with her and her feet are dragging on the ground because she's dead and he's like keeping her in this little right. room. And now like, I know. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's like painted her face and it's like super creepy. And then he like sends her out into the ocean at the end. Yeah, Fucking great. <laughs> Anyway, I know one. Um, ooh, that is a weird one. Well, what? That is a real weird one. Um, I feel like I would know the weird ones more than like. No, that, that uh, this one's too tough. I'm not even gonna. Uh, before they were known as Sugar Ray, what was the band originally called? It's it's hilarious, but I, d- I definitely didn't know it. They were called the Shrinky Dinks. The Shrinky Dinks. <laughs> Do you remember Shrinky Dinks? <laughs> The actual thing, Shrinky Dink, I, I where think... you put the plastic on like a pan. It's like a you cut this like cut plastic out of these molds and you put them in the pan and they shrink up to where they're actually like toys. No, no, Shrinky Dinks. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't. Uh, my my memory, by the way, is horrific. I don't know. I think you have better long term memory than I do. Well, where it's like, I don't, there's, and I know there's people out there like me now, so I don't feel as bad. Where it's like, there's whole just parts of your life where you're just like, oh, fuck, dude, I don't even remember that. Like, I can't tell you the detailed story of me like going to middle school and like something that happened to me there. Like, I, I, no. I, uh, here's where my mindset is at with, with, trying to remember all of this shit i can remember historical facts and dates and you know and stories like if someone stories but it's got to be triggered by something like you know this fucking new guy story or something like that like it's got to be triggered by something going on where i'm like oh yeah this happened but i don't think i could just bring that up in casual conversation without something else triggering it um you take the 90 like the 90s to me were a fucking blur all the way around Mm -hmm. i remember going to you know school and shit like that but that's you know right uh, that's about it like i i a lot of this like that that video i can't remember but i know the song 
Sure. No, the song really well. And I've when you said you were he was dragging her feet across the floor. Now that it, image, right? Now it yeah, does, it and I'm like, trigger. oh, all right, cool. Yeah. But I still couldn't remember that it was Kim Basinger. Um, and I love Kim Basinger. I know. God Gosh. damn it, she was hot. What's that movie with Brad Pitt? Where she was like animated and then she like came to life. I don't know. But I remember, uh, I remember where she kind of made a comeback, but just kind of showed up in uh, Eight Mile with Eminem. Oh, yeah. I, my God. Her in years, and it was just like, oh, she's and older, she but she's still sexy. Yeah. We were just like, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Alec Baldwin. What? What? What, buddy? Why? What? Why? Uh, and I had a friend who did a movie with her after that, after Eight Mile. And I was like, uh, what, was, what was Kim Basinger like? And he was like, oh, man, she's hot. She's kind of weird, kind of kept to herself or whatever. And I was like, uh, it, my buddy said that Val Kilmer was either dating her or banging her at the time. Like, this was it's way back in the day. But they were, oh, they were yeah. married. The, the, she was already divorced from, uh, I'm sorry, divorced yeah, from yeah, Alec yeah. Baldwin. I was yeah. just like, oh, man, that's weird. Ooh, that'd be like, an interesting one. Yeah, Val Where Kilmer and, and, uh, and Kim Basinger. Yeah. I don't know. I she was she was great. Um, was great. I don't Fuck. like. Where did she go? I don't know. Because some like actresses who are her age who still look that good are still working like shit. I saw Diane Lane just signed on for a TV show, and I was for like, sure. oh man, I was like Diane Lane. Yeah. Um, even in that movie, she was making the pie with that dude. Oh, forever. No, that's not Diane Lane. That was her. Uh, that was Brolin Beater and Kate Winslet. Oh, you're right. That was her husband. You gotta you gotta mixed up there. <laughs> But See, if you, that's how revelation. terrible my memory is. Triggers something else, though. Yeah, it's she was married true. to Josh Brolin. Yeah, it was, was like it was, yeah, it was an association game for you. <laughs> <laughs> it, like triggered something related. Anyway, anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, the next one. Um, what model? Oh, fuck. What model appeared in both uh, "Don't Cry" and "November Rain" videos for Guns N' Roses? I don't know her name, but I can see her in my mind. No. Were they, weren't they married? I, were, I worked with her. Uh, uh, yes, I were think they, they were married. Or I, dating, I really at least in real life. I only did so one, like, one day on this movie with Victoria's her. Secret model, yeah. dark hair. Stephanie Seymour is her oh, name. Okay. Stephanie Seymour. Okay. Uh, okay. Good for you, Steph. Yeah. Hey. Hey, you got two. <laughs> Before they threw you to the... <laughs> To the side, probably got too old. Fucking 30-year-old. What's the number one song by Hanson in 1997? Mbop. Yeah, you got it. Obviously. Ooh, I like this one. Um, what year did Tupac die? 95. Ninety-two. <laughs> Ninety-two-five. Nope. <laughs> nope. Which one? Ninety-six. Ninety-six. <laughs> Neither. I like how you say which one. <laughs> like I must have gotten no, one right. Neither. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, I don't know. Oh, Fuck. boy. What who, year am I going to stop hearing about it? Who, what do you think? Who did the song, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Paul, 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 Yeah. Paul, Paula. Yep. Paula Thingy from Dawson's Creek. What's her last name? You got Paula. It's not Dean. That's what keeps coming up. That's what keeps coming up. Paula Dean had a a secret music career. Paula Paula Poundstone? No. She has a podcast that just popped up, by the way. I know. That Paula Poundstone, she just keeps... Okay. 
Paula Cole. There it is. Yay! You got it. You got it. It was one of those Paulas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I love that we're like gonna get in a fight over this. We're not getting. A fight I know, over I know, this. but I'm getting like genuinely like annoyed at myself, and you know, snapping. But yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the last one. Okay. Oh, this is a tough one. Which group had the one hit wonder standing outside a broken phone booth with money in my hand? What the fuck are you talking about? Man, I, re- I remember this song. I, I, I will say this. I owned this song. I had this song. Um, and it was from a movie. Primitive radio gods. No, uh, I would have never in a million years. That's one of those bands that, like, I feel like a lot of these, like, uh, in the '90s, like you, you didn't have Shazam back then. So, like, some of these bands, I think, went unnoticed. But this was one I remember because I was, I had, I had liked this song, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd heard it so many times, and I kept asking people, like, who sang this? What's, what's the name of this? It was Primitive Radio, oh, okay. Pretty Radio, guys. Pretty, and I was like, so you heard oh, it okay, enough? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just kept asking, and then I wrote it down and went and bought. Remember, you could buy a single back then. Yeah, just the single itself on a CD. And it usually came it with like, like a B side. Yeah, but it didn't have the like hard plastic. It was like in just the sleeve yeah. with like plastic wrapped around. You know what's weird is it was like it was like still five ninety nine or six ninety nine oh, for, for sure. the single, and it was like for or sure. you can buy the whole CD for fourteen ninety nine or sixteen ninety nine or whatever, and it was yeah, just like twenty. Ugh. Remember when the Primitive like, Radio Gods? And we like that song, so I only bought the single for it. <laughs> Which is weird to even think about now because you're like, oh shit. Whenever you like a song, I don't know if you're like me. So I'll play it over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, that means you had to just kept pressing uh, start play. again on the yeah. on on your CD player, like, because yeah. you're past you're you're kind of past the tape zone at that point. That was in the you're past the tape zone. I think we're into the repeat button though. You, uh, you might be. Yeah. Right. You might be. Um, um. How do you how do you feel about how you did? I don't feel great. Yeah, I don't feel great. Um, I think I think I got some easy ones that everyone got. Sure. At home, um, and I think I missed some some. I made some mistakes that I shouldn't have made. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'm. Uh, I'm. I, I will say this: these were these were a little hard. Um, I, I feel like the rest of these. I didn't get any toad the wet sprock- sprocket. You know, questions. I didn't get any live questions. Well, look, here's here's one more that I accidentally skipped. Um, what was the name of Alanis Morissette's 1995 album? Jagged Little Pill. Boom. But that's easy. See? Like, everybody knows that. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's, I wanted to get like an obscure one right. Yeah. Didn't happen, but um, that's what I wanted. Yeah. I, yeah. I man, like. Who sang Total Eclipse of the Heart in 1994? Pat. Something. Not that one. Someone like that. Not Pat Benatar, but. Right? Yeah. Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie um, Tyler. And then somebody else, Nikki French, it, like redid it in 1994. Like these are Bonnie tough, man. Tyler. I don't. I, I, when I think about 90s music, 
just look now, like going over these questions and thinking about it, here's what stands out in my mind. Okay. Okay. And it might just be my musical preferences, but uh, sure. um, Dave Matthews, I remember started in the 90s. Okay. Uh, Pearl Jam. Okay. Nirvana. Right. Fucking Soundgarden. Uh, shit like that. Like that was my 90s experience. Experience. Yeah. Okay. Beastie Boys. Even though Beastie Boys started in the 80s, they had a lot of hits in the 90s. Uh, things like, like widespread panic. Yeah. Um, okay. Fish. Sure. That like, is very like, I don't think of those as 90s. Weird. But that, that and like uh, Grateful Dead, that was big, big to me in the 90s where I was just like, all right, sweet. Like I, I saw the Grateful Dead. Yeah, but that's not a 90s band. I know. I know. Okay. But that, I, I think that's why I'm not good at this, nor do I really relate to 90s music. Like that's popular music, I guess. Right. Um, not that Nirvana and, and Pearl Jam and all that shit aren't popular, but like Ace of Bass, fucking hate shit like that. Oh, okay. I hate all of those. Like I hate It Must Have Been Love. I hate like <laughs> oh, okay. genuinely. Okay. When those songs came on, I was just like, oh my God. Um, it was like when your parents listened to ABBA growing up and you're just like, I, I, why, Shut up. why the yeah. fuck would you have an yeah. Al- ABBA album? Like right. c- couldn't get down on it. Sure. Couldn't get down on it. It was more of like the hippie ish type of shit festival, you know, okay, you concert definitely had a stuff. different experience. Yeah. But yeah. Cause yeah, like yeah. On, on the rap side, I liked, uh, you know, tribe called quest and all those guys, but, uh, you weren't going to those, like they didn't have really massive rap concerts back then um the the bands that were filling up arenas were like live like yeah. i remember seeing live yeah i would go live as like an ultimate 90s band like i said uh better than ezra toad the wet sprocket you know <laughs> like but even better than ezra i feel like that's so specific I, you know it would two hit songs and then i feel like it's so that, specific that's, that's like it. 90s you're like okay that was 90s yeah. because they only existed in the 90s. Do you know what I mean? They didn't keep going. It's not like the Grateful Dead that started when our parents were fucking listening to music and continued on. The, the things that I think of in the 90s are the ones that live and died there. You know yeah. what I mean? And didn't just like, even Coldplay to me doesn't seem like a 90s band. It didn't live and die in the 90s. It started there and got really big after the 90s. Okay. To me, you know? Yeah. yeah. So the 90s, yeah, that's just how I, that's how I think of it. Uh, Now it's time for the revolutionary figure of the day, Jabes. Sure. Um, This one is going out to Bill France Sr. He was the founder of NASCAR and obviously the master of staying in your lane. No, and he does it, does it. Does it right? It's been the whole theme of this show, Jabes, and staying, uh, in, your lane. staying in your lane. Now, I look. I feel like podcast. I feel. I feel good. I feel good in the podcast realm. I feel like I'm sure. in my lane. Mm. But as soon as this ends, I got to go back out of my lane to try to fix this other shit. And nothing stresses you out more. <laughs> but I could sit here and talk to you for sure, fifteen, sixteen hours with ease. Yeah, without a gap. Nope. Without a uh, Every, revealing too be, much. Yeah, everything would be going <laughs> a-okay. 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 Bublin. I forgot we weren't doing a video show, and I just, I just held up the yeah, old- Yeah, you definitely uh, like did a whole- Circle circle finger with the sure. three-dig, you know? <laughs> three-dig up. Three-dig up. 
<laughs> circle index finger yeah, thumb. Like You know what we're talking about, people. Everything's going to be A-OK today. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, this was a fun one, Jabes. Weird. Weird, but thanks. I you know, sometimes I, there's nothing going on we, we, to we, talk I, about. I, you I, just got to We knocked you down. Yeah, we knocked you down off your 90s peg today. Definitely, and I hope that everyone uh, feels good about that, including <laughs> you, and I'm going not to me. brush up. It's not me. I'm just saying, okay, you know. Yeah. And Feel, I don't, I don't think that, that, that decade was what you thought it was. No, I don't think you, you I don't think it was what you think it was. But I, what do you mean? I, I, Coldplay I, is not 90s. 97? Tom Petty is not 90s. 97 no. is when, when that was. I know, but they, they're not a 90s band. So what, what, what's, your, what's your criteria? I already said. I they already live and said, died in the 90s. They live and died. They started there. They, putter, they sputtered out there. So Kurt Cobain would be the only person then who lived and died no, in the No, when I say like toad the wet sprocket or when I say like better than Ezra, like they didn't go beyond and like have continued success in the 2000s. Gotcha. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Joan Osborne lived and died. In the 90s. In the 90s. What yeah. if God, but like was huge. You know what I mean? You sure. thought they were going to go forever. Yeah. I thought I thought Joan Osborne was gonna go for a while. She was yeah. a, she was great. She's a great singer. She was and like different and Josh yeah, quirky. Josh Stone took over for her and yeah with that like voice and hair yeah. and actually looks exactly like her. But you know what I mean? Where you're just like, man, you can only get it at the '90s. It's like a specialty store. Like you can only get it there. Sure, you can't like still. They're not still making hits. They're not like what happened to Josh Stone. See? She was sexy. 2000s. If you go 2000s, you go Josh Stone, right? She lived and died there. She was, I, I thought she was going to be like the next Janis Joplin. Her voice was For amazing. Sure. And uh, she was hot and kind of fucking bohemian. You yeah. know, never wore shoes or socks sure, on stage. Never shaved the armpits. I, I thought she was going to do it. No. Yeah. Fucking so, A. That's my criteria. Okay. All right. Well, Not maybe. that I would do any better with that fucking quiz. I'm just saying like... Maybe, you know what I'm maybe, talking well, about. Maybe, well, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Fashion that never made it past, like, you know what I mean? Fubu. Right. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay. I get it. Um, next time, next time, maybe we'll we'll do like a one-hit wonder survey. I'm just making excuses, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I just changed the whole the whole criteria to fit what I can get right. I was like, I only like questions about Toad the Wet Sprocket. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, you must be a 90s fucking master then. <laughs> Anyways. I only want questions about better yeah, than Ezra. Exactly. What? Okay, and I'll kill it. Here we go. Ace of base, Chumbawamba. Come on. Yeah. Bring it. I bring it. It's, it's broughten. <laughs> uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. the Jables, I am Ross Patterson. <laughs> Toad the wet Jables. Toad the... <laughs> 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 anyway I'm a big fan of that How are you? Thanks <laughs> Toad the wet jables <laughs> Gross <laughs> We better get out of here I'm Ross Patterson This is The Revolution Good night everyone Good night Good <laughs> night